Hi everyone. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you to Oh wait, can I watch the Dune trailer really quickly? (laughs) Yeah. I could do not please entertain the guests. Okay, okay, okay. Um Um, sorry. Okay, Sarah's watching the Dune trailer right now. Wait, Um, I'm just I nobody has nobody loves Dune like I do. You don't understand. I I mean I'm excited. I think the this will be the next this is kind of like pretty perfect for what we're talking about i think this will be the next star wars i'm watching um so i think this will be very very cool zenduna i i i who did not show up to the met gala neither did her little friend um (laughs) anyways oh okay i'll talk about um the writer strike so as of yesterday um can I talk about it too when I'm okay, done? Okay, yeah. Sarah will give her opinions. I'll give like a rough explanation. But um, so as of yesterday, the Writers Guild of America has officially gone on strike. Um, they this is uh, what is it? It's been 15 years since their last for, uh, 14, 15 years since their last strike. The last time they went on strike was in 2007, 2008. Um, that famously affected shows like Breaking Bad and The Big Bang Theory. So basically, um, with the rise of streaming platforms, uh, writers are having to do more work to create more content, and they're not being compensated for such. So because of that, they uh, sent out a list of demands to production companies and streaming companies, and those demands are public and online, and then their counter demands or counter offers uh, are uh, by production companies and streaming platforms have also been made. Um, the last time this strike happened, it costed Hollywood uh, $2.1 billion, uh, and the strike lasted 70, uh, 70 days. I'm going to... Um, hang on. Billion dollars. I am checking... Uh, um, I'm checking the inflation... So, um, when adjusted for inflation, what is, how much would that, uh, cost them now? So, um, this will cost Hollywood a lot of money, um, but if you are concerned about, like, okay, Bridgerton or Never Have I Ever coming out, those will be fine, um, so... Those will be fine. Anything that's in post-production, so in the editing phase, those are fine. Anything that is currently in production or in pre-production has now been shut down. Um, oh, my God. So, um, Sarah, how was that? Oh, my God. Listen, I'll tell you right now. If you didn't like the first Dune, it's because you don't understand it like I do. That was amazing. Denis Villeneuve is my favorite director, so I'm really... Wait, what? Yes. I thought it was Damien Chazelle. No. He's only directed four movies. That's totally fair. (laughs) I mean, I like him a lot, though, too. Okay, so if... um, So the writer's strike in... uh, um, so we talked about how the the writers strike the OG in, in two thousand seven yeah so that one cost Hollywood two point one billion dollars so <laughs> if that occurred in today it would uh, cost Hollywood um, three billion dollars um, I think I think they're gonna strike for longer 
Um, but yeah, so if you are worried about like, so like Bridgerton, is, like that season's coming, uh, season three is coming out soon. Never have I ever is coming out soon. Those are fine. Anything that's in post production will not get shut. down. If it's already been written, it won't get shut down. But anything, everything else, anything that's in pre production or currently in production um has been officially shut down i think they're gonna strike we stand with the writers guild of america we do we um, love them i um, hope to be a member one yes. day they were um at the met gala they were asking like quinta brunson and jimmy fallon yeah they asked pretty much it. everyone what they um, thought of which like quinta's a member so uh, why yeah, wouldn't she, she? and so is jimmy fallon like every like a lot of the people they asked are members of yeah the... so and quinta quinta brunson was very because this was her first met gala mm-hmm. um she was very upfront. She was like, I stand with my people. Like, we just want to be able to, we want to be able to live. Listen, you're, you all are about to see some of the most atrocious things of all time air on the Bad networks. reality television. But we don't care because they need to do this. Comp- yeah, they should be compensated fairly. They should be. Oh, you want to know what was, what was interesting? So, um, again, the Writers Guild of America, their demands are public, and the counter offers that were not met um, by production companies and streaming companies were also made public online. The one that I thought was super interesting is they wanted production companies to ban the use of AI yes, because for their projects. Th- I think, honestly, if you ask me, I think that's what really caused this to go. I, I, it was happening I, either way, but so the, the thing AI that they did with... blown up in the past like, three months. Well, they just approved something that said that AI could write movies. Yeah. So, and that's horrible for a number of reasons. Yeah, it is horrible. And then, so they, and then um, the the production com- production companies said, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah. We're not going to meet that demand. And that was kind of, so those initial demands were not met, which is what's causing this strike to happen. Yeah, so. If they can get the Directors Guild of America, which. I'm sure they can because. I think they can. A lot of SAG is going to. Yes. Also yes. support them. Yes. So. So. One thing that they don't realize is that pretty much everyone is against them. Yeah. Not not the writers like no the. Yeah. Yeah. No Nobody likes them. likes them. No one likes them. Um. No creative type has ever liked them. So they're pretty much Except, going down. Yeah, they're yeah. So I want A twenty four to post a statement <laughs> saying we support. Everyone needs to. I'm. I. I am very much judging i am i am am being my most judgmental self right now i am too and if you want to support wda you can donate snacks to them while they protest online so look that up if you want to do that Um, i'm i'm doing that what's also super interesting is i think some of the most like interesting and creative stuff did come out of the writer strike like, yeah famously breaking bad was like the first season was completely altered due to the writer strike mm-hmm. and jesse was supposed to die at the end of the first season. but also some of the most insanely poor creative choices have happened out of the writer well, strike that's because okay so so the we'll, writer we'll strike, see this doesn't completely shut down like television movies no whatever. no they can still like so this is why movies in like the late two thousands were so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like, so that airtime is then taken up by things like reality television. So like that's why we got the Celebrity Apprentice in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. So, um, things like that. Um, but yeah. yeah. So, um, you can donate snacks. Like, 
do it. Do I'm it. I'm I'm gonna donate snacks. Yeah, I'm gonna donate snacks. Like they're like I'll do it right now live. Do it. Okay. Okay, but um but yeah, like if you can donate, do it. Um this is a good cause and it you know, people should be fairly compensated for the fact If you that, care about filmmaking. Yeah. Please talking support to, them. Talking to you, CTA Majors. Please, CTA please help you, me. No, you guys should organize, um, like, Cinelon. Cinelon, we're going. Yeah. We're striking the strike. Or you guys should, or I was going to say, if this happened, like, earlier in the year, you guys could have organized a fundraiser. Yeah, we could have. But tonight is our last meeting, Loki, yes. so. <laughs> there we go. Proof to Nia. Aww. Snacks for the writers. I'll do that later. I love um, you, writers. Yeah, but go donate snacks. Um, this is a good cause, and you know, people, yes, people should be fairly compensated for their work. And and, the work and of- if you value creativity in any way, then yeah. fight for the future of it. And also, like basically, television and film writers' work has basically tripled in the past this is like five years i think this is like human rights because these people are so overworked with streaming now so it's and again they're just not being fairly compensated so um, yes go writers Um, go writers because i companies you suck i we need them back in the writers room please yeah like we need writers um and uh, one of my favorite things ever was uh, once the strike was like announced on Tuesday night. Um, so all late night television and SNL mm-hmm. has shut down. Mm-hmm. So and like Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, and Stephen Colbert were on air, and they were talking about like these are my people. Like Seth yeah. Meyers did a really great part where he was like, like these are my people. I started as a writer. Yeah. And, like we're just fighting for our livable wages. And yeah. I really appreciate that they said that. Like, I think that is the bare minimum, but, mm-hmm. um, like, I just, you know, like, these people, they're doing what they love and they should be able to make good money while doing Rah! what they love. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even notice your shirt. Oh, what what's... Uh. <laughs> what's the prize? Okay, ta- um, Sarah's seeing Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Uh, not this weekend, next weekend. Mm-hmm. Surprise songs are you manifesting? Okay, well, I have a theory. You have a theory? Because Phoebe Bridgers isn't opening for that many concerts, but she is for mine. Oh, so that's why you went to Philly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's going to do nothing new. Yeah. And I, you know, I was hoping for a couple of things that she already did. My, I'm wearing a Mirrorball shirt, and she did that on literally the, the first night. If you don't know what's happening, Taylor Swift, she has a set list, and then she does, like, surprise songs every night where she does them, like, one night only. Yeah, so but, she changes them every night, one's on the yeah. piano, one's on the guitar. Yeah, but she, but she can, uh, she, she changed the rules, and she said she can do them more than once if they're on midnights. So I'm hoping for you're on your own, kid. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm. I have a lot. I mean, my, my, my. Yeah, my all-time favorite Taylor Swift song is "The Archer," and that's in the set list. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm living life. <laughs> I feel blessed. For real. What can I say? I um. Everyone who is at Arlington Night Two, I. She hates you all. You she hates watch, your guts. You have to watch her sing Death by a Thousand Cuts and then clean. Like, hello? I hate you guys, too. 
but I I don't. I I'm, lie. I'm, I hope you guys had the most amazing time. Like I'm so serious, but I hate you guys. Right. <laughs> anyway. oh, anyways, so may the fourth be with you. Today. Oh yeah, let's thank you and to you as well. Um, let's so this is our talk about Star Wars. Star Wars episode. So. Where should we begin? Do you think we um, should start chronologically at, in terms of when they came out or in terms of the order, um, like canonically speaking? Gosh, let's, let's do it the order in which they came out. Okay. Star Wars. Um, One of the greatest movies of all time. No exaggeration. I kid you not. Greatest trilogies. Greatest movie. Greatest movie. Okay. The I Which I one? I do not call it a New Hope because they only called it that after it came out. It's just Star Wars. It's just Star Wars to me. Yeah, that's fair. It is. Let me just tell you guys, this movie is unreal. When you look back at it, like I'm not kidding. How and think to yourself because this movie came out in like 1975 or whatever. Let me check myself. Seventy seventy seven seventy seven nineteen seventy seven. Mm. Imagine how they did all of these effects back then. Some some of the corniest looking movies of all time came out like last year. Like this movie looks amazing. Yeah, Star Wars is is unreal. And L- like is the so look of all of time. this is so crazy, and it's just such a. Such a classic story, but so good. I love it so much. Like I have very distinct memories of being five and watching this, like um, on like driving up to to Canada. Yeah, to go well, visit my grandma. Now I'll say this before we get all up into it. Star Wars changed my life because it was <laughs> like even before I got into superheroes, I was into Star Wars. Yeah. So I was already down the path of being a loser nerd, but. In a different way. Well, so I think Star Wars was the first super was okay because in our superhero episode we talked about how like superhero movies weren't really good until like the Avengers. Yeah. So like. Oh, I happy think- birthday to Spider Man! Oh my gosh! Yes. It's twenty one today. Spider Man's legal. <laughs> no, Yay! Sam Raimi. Yeah. Legal. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> That was his 18th birthday, Sarah. Sorry. Um, but anyway. Anyway, so um, but I think Star Wars was kind of the first superhero movie that was like really well done. Like really... popular, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was popular. Yeah, I just think it's such a classic story, such a good one though, you know. So good. Just a good little farm boy. And one of my favorite shots in any movie is like before he leaves Tatooine, where he's, he's looking at the sun. The shot oh ever. my god, what a beautiful, what a gorgeous shot! And what a, what a great way for Mark Hamill to say goodbye. Right, he's he's yeah. Ugh. But I, I just Mark Hamill's one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. ever. I, I just him. love Star Wars so much, the original, and I know. Do you have anything else to say about it? I feel like there's no notes really I mean, on no Star Wars. I mean, we all know Star Everyone Wars. Everyone loves Star Wars. No Everyone notes loves, for Star yeah. Wars. Carrie Fisher absolutely kills it. The legend. Great. Yeah. May she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. The um, second Star Wars movie. Okay, I think... The Empire Strikes Back. I think The Empire Strikes Back is better. M- many people than call this the, um, the better Star movie. Wars movie. I don't like to um, pick favorite children. But yes. So <laughs> I will not do um, that. But 
But yeah. This is a- Well, I'll say one thing. To my my friend, personal friend, George Lucas. Who's absolutely I, garbage at writing dialogue. Yeah, I well you said it, so then I don't have to. Okay, I okay. still love you, George, but um, oh my god. He didn't write should... the second movie, so I... that's probably why. Yeah, I don't think he <laughs> sold this entire property to Disney, mm. but okay. Oh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah, the Empire Strikes Back. Also five stars on Letterbox for me. Yeah, great, fantastic. Great movie. Please, please rack your brain for a more iconic moment than I am not your father. Yeah. Or I am. He is. That's the thing, Nia. It's so shocking. He is his father. Um, Also, try and rack your brain. Well, okay, John Williams has made some of the most iconic Oh my God, he's the king of all kings. He is like that. Now, yeah, Star Wars, even if you don't like Star Wars... Yeah, yeah, even if you don't like Star Wars, screw you, because you know the Imperial March and the main theme, and we're gonna get sued, and and you know who Darth Vader is, best villain of all time, you heard it here first. Well, and then, okay, and then we'll get into why I love, I love the sixth movie, that is my personal favorite i do think that what's Empire... happening what you love the sixth movie or episode six Th- i know what's going on though because he still fulfills the prophecy disregarding the newer trilogy he still fulfills the prophecy of destroying the Sith. yeah i and yeah that, like that is such a when he sacrifices himself yeah and, Palpatine. Like, and he that... just has a nice outfit on I mean, yeah, that too. But, <laughs> but that is such a, um, especially after watching the prequels, like that is such a moment of like, he did it. Yeah, like, it's it's it. um um, and it's very heartwarming and it's very like, damn. And then it, just this moment between like a father and son, just yes, great, fantastic. Great, um, but fantastic moment, yeah. yeah. But I do think that Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. Probably. I might be in denial about it. But Return of the Jedi, more controversial Star Wars movie. This is when we start to get into movies people say aren't that good. Because, you know what? It's not that good, really. I mean, but yeah. it's good enough. It's, it serves its, its a, purpose. I think it's a good way to end it. It's a, yeah. Um, as far as conclusions go, like the, and I'm speaking of the conclusion of the movie. Yes. It's good. Yes. Um... You know, it's we got all the pals back. Nothing to complain about there. It's a good um, way to just sort of end the story. Anakin fulfills his own he prophecy, fulfills his and that's beautiful. That so. was such, well, okay. The Luke and Vader stuff is probably like the best stuff. Uh, yeah, for in absolutes. The entire movie. Absolutely, yeah. So original trilogy. There's a reason why everyone in their mother Mother knows star wars because it's star wars like it's everything and and, um you know i just want to say that dune inspired star wars yes did you know i do think that so screw you guys dune will be like dune haters you will have to get through me first okay you guys don't get it like me dune is gonna be sort of like the next star wars i hope not I mean, in terms of, like, filling that kind of, like... I don't really think people like Dune. Like, they like Star Wars. Well, because, okay, like, the first movie, like... No, it's perfect. 
Well, no, 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 no. Going into the first movie, people didn't know they were getting a trilogy. Well, people should know. I first mean, of yeah. all, there's like six Dune books. I've read Dune. The, I Please don't persecute me. Such a boring book to read. <laughs> but the movie so good. Um, it's so good. And you kind of do have to read the book, I'm not going to lie, to understand what is going on in yeah. the movie. So if you didn't do that, my apologies. But beautiful. Anyway. So now we get into the prequel trilogy. This... <sighs> okay. Um. Now this is... Now Nia... Let's hold hands. Okay, yeah, we're holding hands right now. So this is probably what we were introduced really with. Yeah. Because, um, it, you know, even though you were born in 2004, right? Yes. So okay, so yeah, we both Our were. Birthdays are four days apart, guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's possible. Anyway, the the most people who are listening to this right now probably grew up with the original trilogy. So I'm just going to tell, or the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to tell you right now. If you think that the, these movies are genuinely as movies good, you are something looking you. at it with nostalgia and you yes. need to be persecuted for your crimes No, I because you are I, incorrect. You need to be objective here. These movies are bad. You need to be objective. They're bad movies. I love them. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I have nostalgia for them, but these are bad I don't movies. care at all. I have distinct memories of watching them on a Phillips uh, media player. Oh, my God. Uh, that I and I and I and I right and I got these movies from Blockbuster. Oh I kid God. you not. See, people think Blockbuster they're like so nineties. No, it's not. No, it. Was, I it had Blockbuster. I went to Blockbuster so often as a kid. It's actually amazing. I didn't figure out to be a film major when I was like eight years old, because <laughs> that's how I saw all of these. Like no, yeah, it's 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 crazy, but. Oh my um, these movies just aren't good. I really I don't know what say, else to say to you guys. I will say, um... First of all, no, you go, actually. Okay, my one positive note, um, on these movies is that Revenge of the Sith does have my favorite score. Out of oh, yeah, it's a, good, it's, it's a good score. Um, these and, movies, also, Anakin Skywalker is so cool. I don't care. Yeah, like... He's cool. I, like... Oh, and let me just say, the casting was wrong. Like Natalie Portman and and uh, Hayden Christian, like they didn't have any chemistry. Well, Hayden Christensen, I know you're not really a good actor, but you'll always you'll be, always be to me. Game, you are like, a good actor to and also, me. George Lucas can't write dialogue. Please watch well, the sand scene. Also, one of the <laughs> no, because I quote that all the time. Because I also hate sand. It is coarse and it's rough and it does get everywhere. He's so right when he says that. But anyway, first of all, George Lucas is the director of all of these movies. Can't direct. I'm no, so I'm so sorry, but he's not a good director. Well, okay, and then we can talk about. Because he didn't direct any of the sequel movies, so then, like, yeah. how, like who does... He, anyways, Yeah, but George we'll, Lucas di- did direct the first Star Wars movie, but nothing after that, but... Okay, but we can get into, like, who should have directed the sequels, like, later. Yeah, but anyway, George Lucas wrote these movies, and, you know, I like them. I also like... Um, I'll touch on the Clone War, like the Clone Wars show, yeah. really quick because that's a great show. And yeah. um, the movie isn't so good, the Clone Wars movie, like the animated one, but that's okay because the show is good and it's it's a nice uh, watch, I yeah. think, um, for sure. But I, I, my, it does, it does make Anakin look cool. 
Yeah, Anakin. I I really like Anakin as a character, you but know who Stuart's favorite uh, Star Wars character is? Who? Anakin. Oh, see, Anakin, Anakin, and and someone else have a tie for me that I'll yes. I'll get to it later. Okay. Um, but Anakin's so cool. I just wish. I wish they did a little bit better with him in these movies. Yeah. Especially, now let me tell you, one of the posters for the first movie where it's like the little kid Anakin mm -hmm. and he's standing there and then it's the shadow uh, of Darth Vader behind him. Coolest uh, movie poster ever. For real. So cool. Like. So cool. Uh, I think the, the legendary downfall of Anakin Skywalker could have been done better because that was the entire yes. purpose of this. Yes. And I think you needed to make... There's so much going on in like, really, yeah. the 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 prequel films that I think you needed to do what and like obviously like there was a world before like mm -hmm. um uh before the empire so mm -hmm. like there was a there was a world before that and I think it mm -hmm. is important to kind of establish what that world was and how yeah. Palpatine came to be yeah. but at the same time you have this you have a protagonist who is going to fall, and I think he needed to be the main character. Because, like, it's weird. Like, at some points in all three of these movies, it feels like um, like Obi-Wan's the main character. Yeah, it does. Like, especially with um, Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. Because it just... Or not Attack of the Clones, The Phantom Menace. But um, it, like... They needed, they were, like, I think he was trying to do too many things. Yeah. the the It's funny to me because one of the reasons that original Star Wars works so good is because it's very simple. Yeah. And this could have been so simple. It could have been a story about a guy who yeah. was prophesied to be the, the savior yes. of all people and how that didn't happen yeah i mean it does eventually but not when he thinks it's going to happen yeah and then like obviously he experiences a lot of real human emotions he yeah falls in love and he he falls in love and then padme gets pregnant and then it like there's a real fear of losing mm -hmm. her and he he turns to the dark side out of out of love and out of yeah. fear and i think i don't know i think this this series needed to be a character study of anakin yeah rather than been. just showcasing this world of like a very cool world but at the end of the day we're not going to spend much time in it because we know how it all yeah. ends yeah so yeah. well that was oh, well. a flop anyway sequel trilogy <laughs> i guess <laughs> now the force awakens is good but yeah, no, I mean, the, it's basically a new hope again. The hype but... around The Force Awakens was unreal. Oh I God. personally was so excited because I was... I was a huge Star Wars fan, but I'd never seen one in the theater. Yeah. So I was really excited. I remember um, going to my uh, my local theater. This was before I became a warehouse girly, and uh, I was still going to Regal for What? It's just funny. <laughs> before, well, because warehouse is so much cheaper. What so is warehouse? Um, there's only like two locations in Maryland, and one of them happens to be in Frederick. And then they do like oh. like I go to Half Price Movie Tuesdays, which are like seven bucks, and then their normal tickets are fourteen dollars, which 
compared oh to my. my other place. My gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Which compared to the other place where it's like 22 bucks. Yeah. Not doing that. Yeah, no. Um, wow. The more you know. Exactly. But um, I remember uh, at Regal Cinemas uh, seeing, like, the line out the door oh my God, yeah. to go see The Force Awakens. I got to The Force Awakens, like, an hour and a half early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my brother's friends, who's a, an absolute Star Wars nerd, uh, love you, Tiernan, so happy the Devils beat the Rangers. Um, nope. <laughs> Me too, because I'm an Islanders fan. Yeah, but they lost to Carolina. Shh. Actually, but it's fine. Carolina, they're gonna lose. So it's fine either way because me personally, I moved to North Carolina when I was young enough to just switch sides. Whoever okay, yeah. wins, I'm with you guys all the way. Yeah, and then Boston had the choke of the year, which was unreal. I don't actually know anything about hockey. Boston had like a record-breaking season and then like choked in game. No seven. one watching, listening to this knows what's going on. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> I've been a bad, like, uh, hockey fan. I haven't watched the season, like, at all because Aww. I've been so preoccupied with all of my work and college stuff. But anyways, so, um, yeah, moving, yeah, The Force Awakens, like, there was so much hype. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I, Me too. I, I like it a lot. Uh, my one thing is, like, I think they're, again, they were trying to do too much and, like, Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, but yeah. there was so much going on. The, yeah, but also the original pitch for this movie was crazy, and I know people wouldn't have liked it, yeah. but I would have. And, um, and let my number one issue with this movie is actually quite specific, but why did you guys do this to Finn? Oh, because I think every everybody and their mother thought that he was supposed to be a Jedi. Because first of yeah. all, in all the promotion, he has a lightsaber. Yes. So what else am I supposed to think, JJ? And secondly, it just should have happened. I don't, I don't understand the reason why there can't be two. Yeah. Because now, I like a a f- um a former uh. What is a, a former clone turns into? Yeah. Um, a like a Jedi. That's, that's cool. That's exciting. That would have been awesome. That would've been so sick. That would have been amazing, but no. No, there has to be one. And now uh, let me let me tell so you. Let me tell you one thing too. A lot of and this is for men. So, a lot of people out there will say Ray is a quote unquote Mary Sue, meaning that she is overpowered now. Come on, guys. I don't think she's a Mary Sue. I just think they fumbled the bag. No, they didn't do anything wrong. You guys are so Delulu. Luke Skywalker is the most overpowered character in the history of the world. That is so fair. But because Rey is girl, you no. guys cannot accept it. I mean, I agree with that, but also, like, um, I think they... Uh, I think they just fumbled the bag with Rey's story in the future like hardcore you mean like in other movies yes in the yeah future movies. well in this movie though people always say she's overpowered no, no she isn't she's, she's not but the people okay people are always like she shouldn't have been able to beat kylo ren they make it so clear that he's injured in that fight from when he gets shot yep. that's why he's like beating on his leg yes because he's hurt already yeah i'm done i and like, wait top Number one most annoying fan base on earth is Star Wars. I hate to say it, it's the truth. It, they're they're up they're there. Not MCU. 
I I think Star Wars is even more annoying. Actually, they're tied. You guys are tied yeah, in the in the loser suck. war. I'm quietly a part of you both, but help! Like you all need help. Okay, and then okay, this is where Sarah and I disagree. Oh yeah, I hate. Let's the Last let's Jedi. get into it. I love the last. I hate it so <laughs> now, much. Now this is good. Why is Princess Whoa, Leia floating my outside? Oh my goodness gracious! Sorry, I didn't mean to can you guys levels, can you guys check her levels, please? What's I, happening? Why is Princess Leia floating outside in space? Is that your only issue with this movie? No, I think the plot is kind of dumb. It's just a ch- it's just a chase movie. I don't like. I don't like where everyone is, like, just, like, like, the whole thing with Finn and Rose, I don't like, they're at this I don't like that either, but also the hate that the actress for Rose gets is so unnecessary. That is so unnecessary, but, like, I think the writing for this movie was just bad, like, why are they out together, like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I, the way that, like, and, okay, a lot of people take issue with Luke in this movie, I really don't, I think he- Oh, good. I, I don't take issue- Let's high five. Okay, yeah. Because Luke's Luke's arc in this is actually good, and it is consistent with his character, in my opinion. I, I think it is. Um, Everyone's like, where's the youthful Luke? Girl. Mark Hamill's like 65. Girl, 40 years back. Like, oh we left God. him back there. And I think it's meant to demonstrate that, like, his... The hope that he had in the, in the Jedi mm-hmm. is kind of gone. It is. But and in the end, who saves the Jedi Order? Him. Yeah. He's Luke Skywalker, bro. And, well, and I will say my favorite scene out of this entire trilogy is Luke and Kylo Ren. Now, mine is the throne room. I love that sequence. I, I that don't sequence. care. I love it so much. It was such a turning point. In the, I remember in the theater, I was like, whoa. I think I do. That's crazy. The stuff with Kylo is really cool, too. Yeah. I don't. The thing that, like, and then the thing that gets me is, like, okay, Palpatine's dead, and then, like, but then, and then Rey is just a nobody when in the first movie they actively set up the fact that, like... Now, hold on. Before we, we have to explain a bit. Because the first movie was made by J.J. Abrams. Okay, yeah, then we can have this conversation, too. Because, and J.J. Abrams is a very different style of movie, where he does the mystery box style, which I don't like. And don't you can research J. that, but it's stupid, I in my opinion. J.J. Abrams was the right person to direct. He wasn't. He wasn't. Um, but The Last Jedi was written and directed by Ryan Johnson of which Knives Out love. fame. <laughs> Love. Yes, and, and he also did like amazing Breaking Bad stuff. Yeah, so they didn't. It wasn't a consistent. First of all, if you're gonna make a trilogy, you need to have a consistent vision. You have to. You kind of need the same three directors. Now, I'll say one thing. Um, Captain America trilogy, which currently and have. Going to Guardians of the Galaxy tomorrow, I'm sure it will be the best trilogy in the MCU. Yeah, I'm positive about it. But personally, right now, for me, Captain America is the number one trilogy. First movie directed by some random guy. Sec- the last two movies directed by a different guy. That's fine. Most of the time with the trilogy, though, you need at least the same visionary creative team. Not even that, but just, like, a a clear idea. I don't think they had a clear idea for this entire trilogy. No, but let's go back to this Ray issue that you have, because I have the the reason I love this movie 
is for the same reason. Well, I don't think, I don't, I just think from the get-go, she shouldn't have been set up as someone important. I think she should have just been a random person. Well, this is JJ's fault, though, because that's what he wanted. No, it is JJ's fault, but Ryan Johnson then is like, I, like, he doesn't take it and run with it. Like No, because he other... shouldn't. He took a stand against the Star Wars idiots. But then Ryan Johnson doesn't come back and direct the third movie. So Because they didn't let him. Okay. Because all of the dumb fans didn't understand what was going on. Well, of course, JJ's going to come back and change it. And then bring Palpatine back for no They reason. shouldn't have let JJ Abrams do that. I they agree. should not have let him do that. The whole point of The Last Jedi is so nice and heartwarming and true to the core values of Star you Wars as a franchise. A difference. Yes. Yeah. That they should have just ran with it. Yeah. I would have been They so- in the third movie, which is written by Reddit might I add, should have not acted like The Last Jedi didn't exist because it spends like 15 minutes of that movie being like, like, wait a minute, guys, we didn't mean it. Because they're afraid of their little fanboys. Somehow Palpatine survived. Now, now, if you were alive during The Rise of Skywalker... I just want to say, can we we rag on The Rise of Skywalker now? Also, this score sucks. The Rise of Skywalker is the worst score. Yeah, now... I'll say a few part a, a few parting words on the last Jedi for me. Um, most interesting Star Wars movie because it takes a chance. None of the other Star Wars movies ever take a chance no, on I'm anything. Here for, I'm here for that. I just okay. Most creative. Here, let me rephrase it. I hate the last Jedi because of what J.J. did in The Force Awakens. Yeah, so it's really his fault. It's really his fault. Good character arc for Luke Skywalker. Now, oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker, great character, love him so much. And his he, A little one-dimensional. Um, they had to change him in this movie. Yeah. To, to, they made him dynamic. Three most best-looking Star Wars movie. That's no question. Cinematography-wise, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Four best arcs. Finn has a arc... In this movie, and then Poe has a really good arc in this movie. I'm, I'll, I'll forever be mad that Finn never became a Jedi. So you can please yeah, ignore me I, because that should have happened. And then I just don't understand. They could have both been Jedi. Yeah, I don't understand. What's the point? I just don't understand the point of his character if he wasn't supposed to be a Jedi. No, because in the first movie, they're clearly trying to do this like Luke Leia Han thing with all of them, and for some work. reason, Finn is Leia. And it's like, wait, what's going on? But then, kind of in the second movie, Poe is more like Leia, yeah. if you really think about it, which is interesting. Poe's the one kind of, like, rallying everyone together. Yeah. But I think it would have been really cool to sort of have, like, a dual, um, like, an episode where you see Rey and Finn. Like, two of, Jedis would have been awesome. Yeah, and, like, kind of just everyone yeah. separately. Because I think uh, Finn and Luke really would have gotten along like, well yeah, together. they that totally would have. Awesome. But Star Wars, to appease forty-year-old white men, would never make a woman and a black guy <laughs> both Jedi's. That's too far. That's too so let's talk about the Rise of Skywalker. First the ever, first ever movie written by Reddit. Because when I tell you they they retconned everything from the last movie, love it or hate it, you cannot deny that you can't just do that. You when can. you're making a trilogy of movies, you can't just ignore one of them. You can't, and it, it's just not... 
Like it- because because some of their fans were very upset about what happened with the Last Jedi. Because it was first of all, it's very subversive, which you all know I love and stuff. You're still gonna like I don't under you're still gonna go see Right. Rise so so JJ was like, Wait, I need to make money. So he undid all of that and um for some reason just did everything that the people wanted. He made first of all Okay, but did the people want Palpatine to actually be alive? No. No, no first of all. What was going on? Because Palpatine came back off screen. Somehow in, Palpatine in, survived. I'll tell you how he survived. Because the right. only... No. The only way that you could figure out the story behind that, because they don't say in the opening crawl, is to have played Fortnite. This is not a joke. If you played Fortnite during one of their events, they had a Star Wars thing Star where Wars. where Palpatine comes back. So he comes back off screen in the movies on Fortnite. Which is great. So we're already off to a good start. And we are... old white men who retcons the last No, year, this is your fault. You owe me a personal apology. For real. You guys ruined Star Wars. <sighs> yeah, you did. So there's that. Now, first of all, there's so many fake out deaths in this movie that at a certain point I stopped caring at all. That's issue that I had with The Last Jedi. Like, I don't understand how Leia didn't die. She's like- just built different. That's my answer to you. But I just don't... The, just don't like, this, there needs to be a passing of the torch. Like, they can't, like... Like, Han's death, that's fine. But, like, also because Harrison Ford... Like, that was funny. That was funny. But, um... Like, I just... Luke dying, that was really cool because then he kind of just exists over as, like, a ghost of this. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think... And like Carrie, like Carrie Fisher was already dead at this point, so like yeah, just like what more? Yeah, and I don't, I don't like like CGI made dead people, which Star Wars does a lot. So I'm, I'm not on board with that. But um, first let, of all, first of all, for some reason, like 25 minutes into this movie, they literally act like they just blew up Chewbacca in front of you for no oh reason. I in the theater was like. What is going on? I knew it would be a fake out death, but I was like, all these kids don't know that. Like, you just blew up Chewbacca in front of their very eyes. (laughs) And then, you know, Kylo Ren has his fake out death. Now, (laughs) now, I'm sorry, Gracie Abrams, to talk garbage about your dad for so long. It's not personal. It's the truth. Yeah, your dad's not good at his job. No, now, now he's made some he's made some hits, but sure. but now nah, he he now this this movie they were just too worried about what people the fan perception and so you know the the whole Ray being Palpatine's granddaughter completely defeats the message of the Last Jedi, which was a very sweet and uplifting message that anybody could be someone like like a jedi anyone can be good anyone can be a hero you don't have to be she's a nobody ray is a nobody she's just some kid from tatooine or wherever she's from like banjo or something i don't remember but she's just some kid and she becomes a great hero that's such a good That's that's so very star wars too because that mirror first of all it mirrors luke yeah. Because he's also no one from nowhere. Yeah. I mean, he's technically from Anakin's bloodline, but 
when he starts out. He doesn't yeah, know that. Know He's just a humble farm boy. Yeah, and then you don't know that as the viewer. Right, but to to have taken that a step further with Ray would have been awesome. fantastic. And then it's like, okay, so you think she's like somehow related to Luke or like she's yeah. Leia's yeah. lost daughter or right. whatever. But like, no, she really is just nobody. And yeah. it's okay. And that's okay. And then that would that coupled with, you know, Stormtrooper to Jedi pipeline would have been be amazing. And then their little front Poe. Yeah. That would have been great too, but it just it all falls apart in the name of fan service. The the Ray and Kylo Ren kiss was re- that part was written by Tumblr, and then so what was going on with that? This movie I remember it first of all when I saw this on opening night I was one of like three people in the movie theater and I was like well, this really is making no noise yeah. and I was not impressed for one single minute and like also Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver have no romantic chemistry no I don't know what that was about oh this this reminds me also the ending of that movie where she's like I'm Ray Skywalker whatever i don't i don't she just slides down yeah at that point i didn't care i was like fine take his name because you were like you you were rocking with him so it's okay but really it should be kylo i was like what's happening but the fake out death with him and then he comes back to life and then he actually dies i was like i do not care i you you've lost me now but this 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 whole this whole thing was just a disastrous mess. Yes, and why would you guys do this? Yeah, why would you do this? To this our whole trilogy, Luke? and I hate to blame you, Kathleen Kennedy, because you get enough hate. But what were you cooking? Yeah, because she's the only consistency the with this all the, of these. This is one of the women's wrongs that I will not support. No, yeah. I don't support this one. I'm so sorry. I usually support women's wrongs. Because yeah, God forbid know. women have hobbies. Yeah, for real. That's what for I real. say about the yellow jackets. <laughs> God forbid <laughs> women try to survive out there and have a little fun while they're at it. Um, but it's a horrible trilogy. Um, should we talk about the standalone films? Yeah, let's do that. So they did. Re- there are two standalone films separate from the what is it? The Sky the Skywalker Saga. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and Solo. Um, which they're fine. I I think in the big picture in the grand scheme of things well okay i understand why solo exists row one is a cool story i just don't know if this needed to exist because at the end of the day all the planets blow up now here's my thing rogue one the whole time i was saying that sarah was just smiling at me because i actually i like solo a lot i i think it's a really fun movie and i really like um, I can't really say his last name. Alden Ehrenreich. I think I did it pretty good. Thanks, yeah. Um, first of all, he can call me whenever. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Secondly, the point. he's really good as Han Solo. Yeah, he's and great. Phoebe Waller Bridges in this movie and Donald uh, Glover. It's uh, a cool it's just a cool movie. It, it was a fun experience. A little night Amelia Clark's in it too. It's a fun cast, Um for like- some reason at the end they feel the absolute need to set something up for the future. I was like, Okay, I'm I'm just gonna ignore I'm that, so that that happened. I'm that. I'm so if you think the MCU well, is the worst offender of like setting up we'll get stuff, into that when we talk about the TV shows, St- Star Wars is the actual worst offender of 
putting in like uh, it's the most unnecessary like cameos and easter eggs and like because no one even cares no one knows that stuff either yeah star wars fans will see like a little guy with antennas and be like no way me i'm just kidding no that's so me but yeah but not have to connect it to the bigger universe yeah but that's good now I was, oh, also, that movie's directed by Ron Howard, and, and I just like him. Yeah, he's chill. Just in general, as yeah. a person, he's just nice, and um, he's a good director. And also, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's famous, but also his daughter, she's a great Star Wars director, because she's yeah. done a few TV episodes for them. Um, My problem with Rogue One, I don't really care that much about this movie exactly my the issue with this movie when you if you go into it and you're thinking logically it is a story about a group of people who attempt to destroy the death star now the number one thing everyone knows about star wars is that the person who did that is luke skywalker Exactly. so you know that they're they're not gonna gonna succeed so it's it's a little bit difficult to get super invested because you know that they're all going to die. Yeah. And like yeah, it happens, but it's I will sad. say it it I will say this. The ending scene for that movie so sad. So sad and so good. So good. And can can I talk about a TV show now? Sure. And Andor, which yeah. is a spin-off of this, is the best thing Star Wars has done in a couple Decades. Like since since Mandalorian fell off, Andor, Andor is really it's a great show. I don't want to say too much. Yeah, I think everyone should watch it. I I genuinely it is really really good. Yeah. even just as a show, not even as like a Star Wars entity, but. And then now we're getting that's into been the great. TV shows. Yeah, so, so we have the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. And then Andor. Andor. Yeah. That's all of them that that's, are currently out right now. That's canon, yeah. Okay. And then Ahsoka's coming out like soon. Yeah. But um so those are all the 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 T V shows that are out currently in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I'm so sick and tired of them having to them like having them tie him back to the bigger picture. Me too. Can I just see like Obi Wan just kind of walking around the galaxy like doing stuff? That's uh, that's like, what I think their biggest issue is, especially because the thing that made Mandalorian season one special was that it it was fresh. It was disconnected from the rest of the universe. It was pretty much just like it was a new concept for them too. It, it was, was it was it was a western. It was um just this guy and his little friend Baby Yoda just yeah, taking on kid. the universe, and it was great. It was <laughs> yeah. The first season <laughs> is so good, and then you remember when like everyone was like. Who who's the guy? We don't know who the guy is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then everyone's like, "Oh, it's Pedro Pascal." When he yeah, when he takes his mask off, <laughs> that's nice. Off. Yeah, so you know, you you got that season going on. It's just great. Just I love that yeah. one season. And then season two, when you then, me when I fall off, that's that's what happened Skywalker. there. And then CGI Luke Skywalker shows up. And you're, by the way, I just want to say. That the CGI Luke Skywalker that's been going on in all these TV shows, the actor that they found to be like the stand-in, Cameron Monaghan. No, no, no. He's from the video game. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, which great video game by the way. And the second one just came out, which is cool. But it's that's not. Right. It's unrelated. But the I can't remember his name, but the actor who like stands in 
they they do like a deep fake CGI face onto him to make it look like young Mark Hamill, and it's very uncan. It's very like uncanny valley, it's good. scary. It's creepy as heck, but it's good. But the guy looks exactly like Mark Hamill did, and and I mean exactly. So why they keep putting CGI on his face? He look him up. He looks so similar to Mark Hamill. It's unbelievable. Do you have his name? I don't know his name. Um, okay. Just. What, what do I have to look up? Uh, I don't know. Figure that out. Luke's, Mandalorian Luke Skywalker actor. He was also in the Book of Boba Fett, which the Book of Boba Fett is stupid too. Because yeah. now I fell victim to this at the age of 10, but have since moved on. Why people cared so much about Boba Fett, I will have no idea because he was in the sixth movie for five minutes and then gets eaten by a Sarlacc pit and then dies promptly and then that's it and then i guess they talk about him he's like the clone man everything i keep finding is like it just talks about like mark hamill replies or mark hamill i'll do the i'll do the work i'll do the work okay god sorry should we talk about yellow jackets now no i'm not done oh my god so anyway, I don't have anything to say about Boba Fett. Then let me talk. Or, um, the the Obi Wan show. Now speaking of Yellow Jackets, Sophie Thatcher's in the book of Boba Fett. Did you know that? Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> she's in like one episode and has like no, but no notes. You're perfect, Soapy. Soapy. Soapy T. But um. Love her. She's my favorite. She's great. Um. It's just because we love Nat so much. Yeah, we do love Nat, but. The Mandalorian falls off so hard, especially because he gives away. I've talked about this before, but he gives away Baby Yoda at the end of season that two. Was such a sad scene. But then all of a sudden, at the end of at the beginning of season three, he has him back because you had to go watch the Book of Boba Fett to see how they get him back. And then in this new season of The Mandalorian, there's like a ton of Mandalorians, and there's this whole thing with the dark side. And you're like, oh my god, I just do not care. And then the Book of Boba Fett is lame. I. I don't why Boba Fett gets a TV show, but I do. I will say I really do like the actor who plays him. But why Boba Fett is popular at all after doing nothing but dying in <laughs> the the For only real. original movie that he's in? For I real. don't know. It's very dumb to me. But these shows, you know, Andor's great. Obi Wan is lame. Um, I mean, um, it, it is cool to see Ewan McGregor reprise his role. But that's the only reason so that they the made this show exactly. at all. So, um, uh, And then we talked about Ahsoka a little bit. I'm I'm not excited because I don't believe... I just want it to be like her and Luke Skywalker because she's supposed to be like Luke's prodigy. Or not Luke, Anakin's prodigy. Yeah. So like, I just, I want to see them like training together because like we never really see that and like does she die in Execute Order 66? No. Ahsoka? Yeah. No. Oh. No. Okay, then do we know what happens to her? Yeah, she just lives. Oh, work. She just she just bees a, a Jedi in secret. Okay, then why can't we have her, like, training, like, a young Jedi? Why wasn't she in the movie? I just, I just... I don't think Ahsoka should have a show nothing against like her as a character i mean i'd love to see like her and anakin kind of training together and like anakin teaching her how to become a jedi but it just um i don't think things will bode well for that show no so anyway star wars you've fumbled a bag in an extreme way 
And they have a bunch of upcoming movies. I'll say I'm excited for the James Mangold one, not for the Dave Filoni one. I'm very apprehensive about the Taika Waititi one, only because he says he wants to star in it. You just should not (laughs) be allowed to do that. Um, I just want him to just be like Stormtrooper B in the background. Right, that's who he better be. Um, but yeah, that's... Is that him? I think so. Doesn't he look so much like Mark Hamill? Yeah, he can pass. I There's a better picture of him, yeah, I, that. I assure you. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at him right now. We're looking and at the actor who, like, is he the He looks is the just like him. Mark Hamill. Yeah, I think, I think he should stand in. I don't think they should do the CGI deep fake. I think that's just too much work. And it's just, just dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. Everything's like, dumb. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here's the book of Boba Fett guy. Tell me that. See? There we go. It is Mark Hamill in the present, and then Ahsoka holding Grogu, and then you just see his This Okay, yeah. This is a different guy, but, like, look at this guy. You only really see his profile, but still. Like, he looks that. exactly like Mark Hamill. Yeah. I mean, please, come on. Man. Um, Graham Hamilton is his Graham name. Graham Hamilton. Okay. Well, I Graham mean, Hamill. Graham Hamill. <laughs> Might as well be. Graham Hamill. Well, okay, like for Yellow Jackets, they didn't just deep. They didn't just deep fake. No, could you imagine the if they did that? Like that would have been insane. Them like normal people. But yeah, Star Wars has fallen off. I will continue to watch because I'm an idiot. But don't if you're not. Um the the issue with Star Wars is that there is now a barrier to entry even if you want to watch something That's casually. true, yeah. So I don't I think they're just making their fan base even smaller because who yeah. wants to watch like 12 right. hours worth of right. content exactly. like, in this day and age. Exactly. So I don't We're so sick right now. Yeah, it's the week before finals, but... We're sick and tired, so let's talk about Yellow Jackets, finally. Yellow Jackets and Plane? Well, oh, yeah, if you don't want to stick around for the Yellow Jackets part... Well, okay, no episode came out last week, so we're not really going to be spoiling anything, but yeah. Stuart and I have officially caught up. Woo-hoo. Let me say goodbye to all my friends who want to leave. Go ahead. Goodbye to you if you do not want to stay around for Yellow Jackets Unplained. They're Credit to Catherine for that name. They're my friends too, so goodbye guys. They're, goodbye, we love you. We will see you soon. We have one more show after one this, more right? One show after this. We'll see you for one very special celebration Woo! show. And, our, and like, our first, that'll be our season finale. Yeah, and um, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys. Okay, hi to the Yellow Jackets fans. We're sticking around. Buzz, buzz, buzz. buzz. Do they have, like, um, does the Yellow Jackets fandom, do we have, like, a... Fellow Jackets. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they're called. Fellow Jackets, I'm here for it. Okay, so... So let's talk. You Go ahead and talk on it for us. No new episode has come out yet um, because they took a week off for the mid-season. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm sorry, but I was uh, I I I almost died last week without a Yellow Jackets no, episode. I did too. Genuinely, I was we like, I was out near when tears. We can watch it together, and then Stuart, so we can all watch it at the same time. Not this week. Get I'm getting straight up and watching it. You serious? Yes. Oh, fine. Okay. I'm getting. I genuinely. If okay, here's what I don't. I don't know this. Maybe you know. Actually, I'm, Sarah wakes up at eight a.m. on Fridays just to watch <laughs> jackets. Like, I love it so much. Well, first of all, I can't check Twitter until 
I watch That's it because it'll true. spoil it. But and I love being on Twitter. But <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, guys, that I can tell you right I now. Can't find her group chat. Shoot, you, me, Stewart. Yeah, hang on. I got well, it. I'll find it. Um, does it? Does it? Is, do they put it on Paramount Plus at like twelve a.m. or do you have to wait more? Because I know sometimes it's like twelve a.m. and sometimes it's like three a.m. on I, the East Coast. It depends. So I have to okay, check. I have to check tomorrow. So what? You'll watch it tomorrow night at midnight. If it comes on at midnight tomorrow, then I'll be watching it. But if not, then I'll be up at eight a.m. watching it. Oh, also, what are your thoughts on Molly? Who's Molly? Oh, the cat. She's very cute, actually. She's a monster Oreo. She has a little... It's like she's wearing a hat, guys. She's like a white cat, but she has some black spots on her. And then when she, like, curls up into a ball, like, there's a black spot on her stomach, and when she curls up, it looks like a heart. Yeah. So, Yellow Jackets. Tell my fellow Jackets. Which, hello, Catherine. Let's just say that right now. Hi, Stuart. Hi, babe. Catherine, you might be the number one fan of this show well and you and Stuart can have a go. physical fight over it yeah, i don't you guys can argue that <laughs> but thank you both both love uh, i am so offended <laughs> i know i don't say both correctly um anyway okay so some Stuart thoughts yeah let's let's hear that i feel like everything is going to explode shauna's gonna give birth to a baby born from infidelity missy's gonna help her deliver i feel like lottie's gonna try and be around the baby a lot i mean yeah that is if it survives let's let's lock in some final thoughts okay and then we'll come back next week and be like guys we were right or we'll we'll (laughs) probably be horribly wrong if we're being honest i think Sarah had a thought where um, the baby, like, there's a lot of blood, so... Now, here's... I just want to present some evidence to you guys based on teaser trailers and all of that stuff. I just want to say a couple of things. A, the way Akila is looking at Shauna's baby birth machine is crazy. Yeah. She looks so afraid. It's actually so funny. Yeah. B, there is a whole lot of blood. There's a lot of blood. C, there are a couple pictures and also, clips. Misty is like, is like, like, okay, if you watch Misty, like, in the crash scene, like, she, she kind of disassociates and is like, okay, I know what I need to do. Yeah. I'm doing this. She do- I don't think she does here. Like, when you well, see her, she's imagine, imagine being only trained for the Red Cross babysitter, and now you have to help a girl give birth in the Canadian wilderness. That's also fair. I'd be pissed. I mean, yeah. But let me say this as well. So I have been firmly in the camp that the baby will live, but now... I don't think so. But now <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm starting to have severe doubts because, okay, now there are some pictures that I've seen in some clips of Shauna punching Lottie in the face while everyone stands around and watches and does nothing. And then there's other shots of Shauna and she's like above the camera Mm -hmm. beating down on the camera. And then there's shots of Lottie's bloody like pulp beaten to a pulp face And I just think okay. that all of so that. Sarah's theory is that okay. Now the baby. The like, other day I brought Tania this thing that 
because I was rewatching the episode where they do the seance. And, and that's, they all have blood on their forehead. Yeah, and that's kind of where the weird stuff with Lottie really kicks off because, you know, she kind of gets, like, possessed during that. Shauna is pregnant during that, and she's the one who they're, like, trying to move the she's spirit the through. She's like, holding... They're basically playing, like, this weird version of Charlie Charlie. Yeah. And, like, she's holding this knife, and, like, the way that the knife spins, it'll make shapes, and then, like... She's she's basically the one that they're, like, quote-unquote... Because this is just, she's like... She's the conduit. Yeah, it's, like, a game, like, for fun that yeah. Jackie came up with. It, like, she's... The spirit is trying to go through her. And now, yes. obviously, we know who it... Went through. Who it went through, but... I mean, I don't know. Shauna, Shauna, your baby is born in the spooky, also, also culty mind, wilderness. Also, mind you, she did... The amount of things that have happened to Shauna, she... Okay. okay. A lot has happened to this baby while it's in the womb. Yes. It went through a plane crash. Yes. It has been shoved. She, Shauna has been shoved to the ground like multiple pretty harshly times. multiple times. Um, She's been kicking it with a dead girl for two months. She, like also, they've been starving. She's so. starving. She ate people, humans. She ate snacky. She had snacky. snacky. So that baby's a cannibal. <laughs> um, um, cold. Sarah, Sarah texted me and I was like, "So you're saying Shauna's gonna give birth to the antichrist?" No, I I don't think it's a Rosemary's baby, but this. Baby is some something sinister is happening. I think something is very much wrong, and I think that they're gonna. I think they're gonna be in a situation where they do have to pick. Okay, do we try and save the baby? Shauna or, or the baby? Save Shauna. And, and I think Lottie's gonna be like, we have to save Shauna, and everyone's gonna go along with it except for like Nat and Ty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think I I've said this to Nia. I feel as if. Lottie is kind of like their embodiment of like grief because all of them okay. are ashamed, but the one who seems to feel the most places the most blame on herself for their actions as an adult and a teenager is Lottie. Is Lottie. And if you look at adult Lottie, she has she's so, so full of regret. She's so full guilt. of regret that I think if the baby dies, Shauna will say it's Lottie's fault and Lottie will accept we'll that and yes. agree with her and let herself get beat up. Yes. But now I think that they'll do anything to make the baby live. So I don't know what kind of, first of all, they should sacrifice Ben for the baby. <laughs> Maybe they'll do that. I've you're first also, of all, die, death though. has been on Ben's doorstep for a, a long time now. So I don't even know, sir. You're you're doing way better than I thought, and I don't wish death on him. I like him. I think he's a great character, and I think he has so much depth. I feel so sad that he can't go home to I his know. boyfriend, and, and he can't like, he, and he has to. He has to cope with, like, I'm the only adult here. Right. Like, what do I do? And he didn't eat snacky, so he's starving. He did not either, so there's kind of, like, a barrier he's starving. between all of them. But, I mean, I... I think Javi did watch... I think... I think... Yeah, you think Javi watched them eat Jackie. We think, we think his friend tie. his friend is Ty walking. Other Sleepwalker Ty. I think a lot of, like... Oh, my God. Stuart, so when we were watching the most recent episode, and then other Ty kisses Van, and she goes, we're not where we're supposed to be. And, and like, the way up. Van has no reactions, he's like, oh, okay. Um, and then the mentally ill Avengers will assemble. 
Yes, my my people, my My people. Now, oh yeah, let's talk about that clip that they released of all of the adults arriving at Lottie's camp. And it, it's a commune. Yeah, it surely seems like something went down between her and Van. Yes, and well, okay, I think Van is her right hand. I think so too, especially because Van. More so than I, Mari. I personally, I think the person who's looking over the pit girl is Van. That's the, I thought it was Ty. I think it's Van. They call her the first of all. She's wearing Van's shirt, and I know that they, but they Sammy's, share clothes. But Sammy is wearing that shirt. Oh yeah. At some point, so that's why I was like, okay. But that's in fine. in the script, there's like a couple of different roles. It's like the overseer, who I think is Van. Okay. The hunter, sense. that's Nat. The butcher, uh, Shauna. So, I think all. I think that's who that is. And then, so yeah, I, I do think that, I think Van has a lot of, reg- I'm so interested in Van as a character. I know. The, and like, what a perfect song for her. Oh my God. The lyrics fit her so. 25 years in my life. Right. Still, and like, like, she exists in this sort of bubble that's basically dedicated to the 90s. Yeah. She sell, like she, she's a v, VHS rental mm-hmm. store and she runs VCRs to people. So she like, has an old computer. Yes, like, like she lives in this shrine. I'm sure the that 90s. they just, I'm sure that a good reason to like write off why she wasn't there in season one even though like we know that they were gonna kill off van they just didn't because yeah. they liked her a lot yeah is and because she just doesn't have technology for them to be like van come here we're getting blackmailed real. um but i'm so interested in her as a character and also very interested in like her and taisa because first of all taisa you need to go pick up your son from school because he's still there <laughs> He's been there for a minute and his other mom is in the hospital. I think she has no intention of going back to them because... I don't think so either. I'm so interested to see that and also because the other tie is so connected to Van. Yeah, and then the other thing is like I... Well, and then there's so much to other tie. Like was other tie the reason why like mm-hmm. she ran for Senate in the first place? Yeah. Like... Um, I mean, I think I think Taisa, I think that she still loves Van, but she needs to block just, that part of her life yes, away. I do want to know what happened because I think like Nat and Travis, like they came back and now was like, and the way that sh- they sort of car- compartmentalized their relationship was like, like th- that was like that was the one good thing. But now we're back. Yeah. And so like whenever stuff gets bad, they go back to each other. Yeah. I want to know how that relationship ended. Yeah, me too. Because well, they're so cute. They're I like love them. They have like honestly like a good relationship out in the wilderness. A great like, even really yeah. great relationship and like. I just want to know what and happened. we we and what happened between Van and Lottie. Yeah, I need to know so what happened between. Had, I'm so they had a fight. Yeah, I'm so interested, and I think the flashbacks are going to be good for that too. I just I'm so excited for this episode. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't speculate anymore because I don't think I don't think anyone knows. There's really nothing else for us to say. Other no, than but Shauna's going to have the baby. Yeah, there's I I can't even speculate anymore because I think they're just going to do the most crazy thing ever. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown did say she that said that this is her personal pick for craziest episode. So, um, and younger Ty go through a lot. So this yeah. kind of like and let's bring let's 
should we say our other theories that we were talking about really quick? Because there's this common theory with the fellow jackets that the antler queen gets passed around. Yes. Okay. So do you want to explain it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is some like history to this. So there was a, um, like a medieval French festival called the festival of fools where a fool or like a lower class person is king for the day. And then after they are king for the day, they are then killed. So there's this, and then they, there's this whole thing where, like, so I've rewatched, like... Now, this is, this is a common theory among, like, the big fans of the show, yes, this and, like, theory. I've rewatched And I like show, it a lot. And I like it, too, and I can see sort of, like, the pieces, because, like, okay, in season one, Travis is playing with a deck of cards, and Nat says there are no queens in that deck, and the way that they determine who does chores is that they'll pick a card. Mm-hmm. So we think... That and like the sort of theory is like if you draw the queen card, you are the antler queen, but then at the next, uh, at the next ritual, you are the one who is then hunted. Yeah, so we think that Lottie got the antler queen card in the and she's the antler queen in that dinner scene that we see. And then they get rescued before. Yeah, she can because I, I mean, I've been saying that they get rescued right after that. But yes. I just found this theory the well, other day and it's it's I really, really like it. The one question that I have is that there are eight people at the dinner and only seven of them come back. We don't know who the eighth person is and we don't know where does so if they get rescued right after that where does the eighth person like how does the eighth person die if it's supposed to be lottie right so that's my one like like that's the one hole i can poke in that theory but lottie has a ton of guilt related to this she's going through her notes and she sees a queen card and the eyes are blacked it's the queen of hearts and the eyes are blacked out and she looks terrified when she's having that little like therapy session with nat and it's such a cool shot yeah her hand like her head on lottie's leg and she's teen nat again younger nat it's and then lottie like turns her head and she sees the antler ears sprouting out of her head i think I think that could explain why Lottie has so much guilt because Lottie, she's not a malicious person. I and she's I not will let them put let me her tell you something. Let me tell time. you something. I defend all of these characters till the day all, I die. Ex- maybe except for Misty, but I will. Explain, yeah, maybe maybe not. <laughs> but I will defend all of them until the day I, I die. First of all, I'm a Shauna warrior. I love yeah. Shauna very much. Not everyone. Will, will now the girl, any. the girls who get it, get it. I mean, yeah. okay. It's just because I love Melanie Linsky. So I much. and I love Sophie Nelise, and I think um, the the other theory that it's just a small one that I like that I saw is that the wilderness comes for them every twenty five years. The plane number is twenty five twenty five, and yeah. it's been twenty five years, and I think that's interesting because maybe like even the cabin dead cabin guy died twenty five years before that. Like we don't know. Yeah, there's something dead cabin guy and the man with no eyes. That's a lot of stuff that I can't figure out that I know they're going to piece together because they already have, according to Ashley Lyle. Like when, uh, what is it, when Jackie, when she dies, she has like this dream. And she sees the, She sees Laura Lee and then she sees dead cabin guy and he says, we've been waiting for you. Mm -hmm. And then she dies. And then the man with no eyes is someone that Thaisa sees when she's sleepwalking. Yeah. And like. I think it's that's just Taisa. Yeah, like no, no one else, no one else but is involved. I think it's something in that. that has to do with her family because when her yeah, me too. Dies, she says, um, she says like, "Don't take my eyes, don't take my eyes." Yeah, but 
That's all we really have on Yellow Jackets right now. I I <laughs> I could not be more excited. I'm so excited for the next episode. I'm so 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 excited. Um, I'm the one thing is I'm a bit bummed to see how the writer strike will affect this show. Well, did you not see what she said? What did no? I didn't see what she said. Oh, she said that they started in on the writers' room and they got a lot of really good ideas going, okay. but then they're they're on strike too. The yeah. Yellow Jackets, the entire Yellow Jackets writers' room, inc- including creators, yeah. But since they already have an outline for the whole show, yeah. I'm not pressed about it at all. Ashley, Ashley Nile, I've this is my personal headcanon. After getting rejected by HBO, she walked into Showtime with her corkboard and said, "This is what I'm doing." <laughs> Let me make this. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so they're on strike too. But uh, I hope this strike ends sooner than the last one. I don't think so. But I don't think it will. I don't think it'll affect it too much though, because this season is still coming out. So it's not going to affect this. But it depends on how quickly they can get the directors' guild to side with them. Yeah, and because SGA is already with them. Exactly. Pretty much. But that's all we have. That's for all we you have. Guys. Next week we'll have a special season celebration finale. of the season, Woo! and uh, we'll yeah, talk about the summer movies because this is like the first. We'll t- yeah, this summer of movies is so exciting. And yeah, I'm very and you guys excited. will finally hear the breakdown of this episode of Yellow Jackets oh last coming up. We might have to do that first because yeah, can't yeah. Excitement. But thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.